welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. returned. We are now Hello, going to have Paradigm Shifters. Go ahead, Steve. It's all yours. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry about that. I really I didn't know if there's going to be another trailer in there, uh, lead in. But um, at any rate, uh, hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to another edition of Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success. I'm your host, Steve Gibson. Pleased to be able to be here with you, and I'm also pleased to be able to uh, recognize and acknowledge uh, my my co-host Marilyn Nicasio. Uh, Marilyn, how are you? Hello, Steve. Hello, everyone. I'm doing great. Thank she you. Really how about yourself? <laughs> Good to be back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, last last month when I was on, uh, I, I was saying the same things that you were saying, right? That it was it had been some time since uh, we've been on the air, and so you know, just so our listeners know. Uh, Marilyn and I haven't spoken uh, in the turn of the new year, so she said to me today, Happy New Year, as it is now <laughs> snowing in April. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. I don't know. I think the world's coming. <laughs> it's just been yeah. dynamic. Is it snowing where you are right now? Yes, it's starting yeah, to. And, uh, I tell you. It's a beautiful thing. I, you know, I, I, I say it all the time, but I that that for me, I, though I'm born and bred in, in in New York, you know Brooklyn, New York. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the cold, and uh, not snow that much either. Uh, if it doesn't snow on Christmas Day, it doesn't need the snow, as far as I'm concerned. Unless, of course, I'm going someplace where uh, you know skiing or uh, some sort of uh, snow activity, and that's not too frequent. So I don't need it. To right. Snow. Thanks anyway. And yeah. it's like almost April. <laughs> Enough of this already. Yeah, if I if I go uh, skiing, like, I go. I give, I give. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy the hot chocolate and looking out the window. <laughs> uh, I, oh yeah, that's true. You don't have to shovel the snow. But anyway, that's a whole other story. <laughs> We're going down that. We're going down that yeah. route. But um, so what I wanted to do here today actually is just kind of <clears throat> pick up from where we left where I left off last month. Um, and the last month was a bit un- unorthodox in that uh, I was making the call from the stairwell of uh, Winthrop Hospital. I was there uh, with a good friend of mine who was uh, getting some uh, some treatment there, you know. And um, but uh, so the location doesn't impact what the topic is, um, and the topic really had to do with the power of character in leadership. I had uh, referenced a, uh, a resource, a book that uh, I uh, was reading by um, one of my, my mentors. He passed away just, co- you know, just a couple of years ago, Dr. Miles Monroe. And uh, he was a vicarious mentor, though we certainly uh, had face-to-face meetings on a number of occasions. Um, but he was more of a vicarious mentor. But 
he shared some really, really tremendously great insights on this whole aspect of character in in leadership. And you know, we it's so interesting. The the issue of character often comes up because of character failures, and mm-hmm. there are a number of character failures that have come to light uh, in in recent recent, very recent history, and we cited most specifically um, the presidential race of 2016. I I think if it was one thing that marred or marred and marked uh, that that time frame, that time period for for the election, it really would have to do with the character issue and, and, and the lack thereof as far as both parties were concerned. And um, I see we're, uh, I believe we're, we're seeing lived out today some of the fruits of that. Um, but, you, you, so it's, but it's not only in politics, it's everywhere. Just uh, mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, uh, I saw on ESPN um, that they were uh, highlighting a uh, particular uh, athlete, um, Joe Nixon. He's actually played for the University of Oklahoma. Um, and he was expected to go number one in the draft or very high in the first round of the draft. And um, that uh, became compromised because of an incident he had where he, he punched uh, a woman uh, in the face in a restaurant. And uh, so, which again speaks to the issue of character. Um, there was a, another player being traded in basketball, being traded from one team to the other. DeAndre uh, uh, um, uh, Cousins, his last name was Cousins, and um, mm-hmm. as much as his ability and his skill as a basketball player was great, one of the apprehensions of the team that he went to was the issue of character. So um, I, I think that's something that. Would you agree, Marilyn? I think that's something that is is very important uh, in life in general, but especially for those anybody operating in some position of leadership. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with you how important character is, and that's when we want to ask ourselves, you know, what are we, where are we operating from? Um, because we live in so much fear. And, you know, some of the fears that we have are, you know, fears of poverty, fears of criticism, fear of loss of love, fear of old age, loss of liberty, fear of death. And, and then we have all these uh, negative attributes that, you know, the first one is fear. There's anger, there's greed, there's jealousy, resentment, hatred. So... I mean, one one of I, I'm a teacher, right? I teach Reiki and I teach uh, performing arts in New York. And my rules are okay. My the first day of class, I say my rules are: there's no criticizing, there's no judging, no complaining, no blaming, no gossiping, because that will drain your energy. And when you operate from a place of positivity and you have all positive thoughts and that will lead, that will definitely lead to success. 
still, you know, there's so many times as a leader, you know, you want to ask, you want to ask yourself, you know, where, where is my character? Where am I operating from? And we have to make sure that, you know, I say the formula to success is PMA. You know, we know Napoleon Hill from Think and Grow, Think and Grow Rich and Principles of Success. He talks about PMA. And that's the formula to success, having a positive mental attitude because negativity is, will, not get, will not get you very far in life. And if the people that are leaders and they have all, you know, and it's, it's not, it, the riches is not in the material. It's not in the material thing. The riches is, you know, the richness of having a family, of, you know, having a home, because you could have a house and not have a home. So, you know, all of that is, comes into play with, you know, when we talk about character. Right, Steve? Yeah. Let me ask you something, Marilyn, right, because uh, we, 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 we yeah. are talking about, character uh, in general, but also character and leadership, right? So what would you say to someone who says to you, well, uh, you know, my character as an individual doesn't really, doesn't really, uh, um, uh, you know, doesn't really matter. In other words, I'm not in any sort of leadership position, so why would character really matter for me? Uh, You know, if they're not in any sort of position of leadership. Yeah, but even if you're not in a position of leadership, we are all here to be teachers to others, and you want to be able to be able to be a teacher. You want to be able to be an example. And if you're not, if you if you're saying I'm not a leader, then you're saying I'm a follower. But you want to be not necessarily a leader, but you want to be a teacher. If you're a mother, you're you're a leader. If you're working um, as a as a teacher and Everyone has some kind of, you know, le- leadership. And if you're saying that I'm not a leader, then I would say, well, then you have to have the mentality of a leader. And it's not only so. And if if you're saying that, well, I'm not a leader, so this isn't a character. But this is characteristics and building character for everyone as an individual. But again, I'm going to repeat it one more time. You want to be a teacher you want to become a teacher and everything that you do in life and to be able to say you know what i'm going to live to the best of my ability i'm going to live to my best so that i can be an example and that's how we grow and that's how we build character when we go through all these struggles in life and you know any obstacles and challenges that's when you're building character and that, as an individual, is a character that you're building, even though you don't have a leadership role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, you know, what you're expressing, your points express what um, what we're trying to get to, and that and that is this: that wherever you are, you are. Because since leadership is influence, wherever you are, everybody has a sphere of influence at some point or another. And so, since right. people are always watching. That also means that you're always teaching. So. There's a, there's, yeah. there's a correlation between those two automatically. Key is what are people learning from observing you, right? That, that you're, you right. are always teaching. And we teach best not by what we say. We teach best by what it is that we do. And that's what character right. is. Character is what you do. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, character is what you do when nobody is looking. Yeah, character are, are, right. are the, the, is the thing ultimately that people are able to judge you, to judge you by. Um, you know, Heraclitus, a philosopher, the character is our fate. Um, it it yeah. is. It's it's what will ultimately be the thing that's the decision maker in the the course of of our lives, and um, and being intentional regarding it is important. We've seen what the 
and so the, again, the irony is this: we've seen, mm-hmm. and it becomes most visible for those who are in high, uh, high positions of visibility of mm-hmm. leadership. Right, it becomes most right. damaging and most, most observable. Visible. But yet, right. uh, I just wanted to make sure that folks that are listening here don't exclude themselves saying, well, hey, I'm not in any sort of leadership position, so it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter but all so much to me. It matters because mm-hmm. far, people are watching you, people are learning, and they're determining what, how, how to be or how not to be by simply observing what your actions are, what your behavior is, and that is uh, your, your character. Character is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you mentioned something so about character. From, mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, I'm listening. No, okay, go you ahead, mentioned ahead. some. Yeah, you mentioned something about character is when you do something when no one is looking. And I, I was teaching a class earlier today, and I was talking about how when. Others are, you know, we were talking about people that annoy us, and I was saying how people that annoy us are people that are like babies that are crying and they have an unmet need, and we have to figure out, so what is it that this person needs, and let me, you know, let let, let me help this person. Instead of saying, okay, this person is irritating and annoying me, sometimes they don't know how to communicate what they want. They don't know any better. But anyway, I, 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 where I was going is that I saw this, uh, I think it was um, yesterday. As I was driving my daughter to school, I see this older lady trying to walk on the sidewalk, but she was having such a hard time because it was, I guess it was icy. And there was a high school student. She was pretty, she was on the other side of her, and she was not that close. She was pretty far. And as I'm watching, I'm at the light, and I wish I would have gotten this on video because I see the older lady, she puts out her hand, and then the, the high school student put out her hand. And it was just the most beautiful thing. And then they're holding hands and, and walking together, a complete stranger, an older lady, and then this high school student. Now, that's character. And, you know, she did that. And when no, when she knew, and nobody was looking, and she's helping this older lady, and I just, I don't know. To me, I just thought that was just really beautiful. It made my day. Yeah, yeah, it, it certainly. Yeah, it, 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 you find that character will reveal itself, kind of sometimes even in in our, our values, right? You know, so it's the value that individual had for the for the older older person, but our our, mm-hmm. our values become the thing that. That are impacted. Let me do a quote by uh, uh, Dwight Eisenhower. He said this. He said, "A people mm-hmm. whose value, a people who value uh, its privileges above its principles, soon loses both." Let me read that again. Mm-hmm. A people mm-hmm. who values its privileges above mm-hmm. its principles soon lose both privileges and principles. Right? And and so mm-hmm. I think you know the, the the type of character that is ultimately and a person is is determined by the nature of, of their beliefs and and the focus of their convictions, both um, the ones that are expressed, uh, especially in their in their in their values, right? And so, when we talk about values, we're, we're talking about um, you know ideals or, or principles, or qualities that that we hold in high regard, right? A belief is something um, that we esteem. Um, it's a standard or ideals that determine conduct. So your values are standards or ideals that determine your conduct. And so 
that individual that walked the older po- person across the street or wherever they, they walked them to, um, there's a certain value that they, there's a certain value system that they're operating from, certain beliefs, uh, ideals that they hold mm-hmm. that cause Correct. them to operate in a way. All right. Um, that able to see then becomes our interpretation of what their their character is. But characters are, are uh, character reflects itself in our in our values, uh, and values grow out of uh, a personal philosophy. And we've talked about this many times before. Philosophy is simply what we believe. That's that's all our philosophy is. It's, it's our beliefs, and um, the whole premise of paradigm shifters is the fact that whatever we believe impacts thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. It, it, it creates, it allows the uh, invisible to become visible, the intangible to become tangible. It's going to operate through that. But we're seeing how now how uh, our values, what we hold is important, our ideals, our principles, uh, grow out of our personal philosophy. And so it, the question to ask is, what, you know, what's our philosophy? We ask this question many times, what do you believe? What do you believe and who told you that? Why do you believe that thing that you believe? And what you believe is not simply what you say. This is important. What you believe is what you say. What you believe is what you do. Repeat that. What you believe isn't what you say. What you believe is what you do. And then what you do reflects your character. So there's a connection between all of those. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I'm sure you, you've seen it before, Marilyn, and we may have talked about it, like that video mm-hmm. um, by Simon Sinek, Start With Why. And, right. Um, the pertinent uh, things that, that, that he expresses in there, the, 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 the dominant thought is that people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Why you do it? Exactly. Simply proof. Simply a proof of what you believe. People don't buy mm-hmm. what you do, they buy why you do it. And what you do is simply the evidence or proof of what it is that you say you believe. Right? And so, um, you know that 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 dynamic is really is really important um, for for us to engage, right? Um, yeah, you, you know, said so. Uh, mm-hmm. Our values. Go ahead. I'm listening. Go ahead. No, yeah, ahead, you said Marlon. something earlier about what we believe, what we think, and how it how that really makes an impact, and how that is that definitely creates an energy, right? Our thoughts create our feelings and what yes. we believe. So, uh, one of my students yes. earlier today said that she had this belief that, um, oh, my boss hates me. My boss hates me. She hates me. And she kept and I. And she kept thinking that, so her boss was receiving that message, right, even though she wasn't expressing it, but that's what that's the energy she was carrying into work, and her boss was not talking to her and avoiding her, and it was not it was not a good energy. So then, after we had our class uh, last mm-hmm. last week, we were talking about how our thoughts and our feelings and sometimes our beliefs are not true, but our thoughts create things. So she she changed it. She changed that way of thinking, yep. right? So she was creating that atmosphere. So once she stopped thinking that and started talking to her boss and saying good morning and she stopped saying my boss hates me, my boss hates me, all of a sudden 
since she shifted her thoughts and her energy, her boss shifted her energy as well. And now she goes into work and her boss is talking to her and it's like they're really good friends. So so you were carrying this belief that wasn't true and that's what you were projecting onto her. So we we have to change our way of thinking and, and our beliefs because our thoughts do create, we create things with our thoughts. Yeah, yeah, you know, our, our our thinking, you know, our 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 way of we have to change because it impacts our way our, our way of being. How we're mm-hmm. being impacts what we do, which then determines what we have, right? So how how are we how are we being, and how we're being is based on what our beliefs are, and then what our thoughts are related to that, right? And so, um, yeah, I would certainly affirm that if if our way of being is a is uh, standoffish. If our way of being is that in, in, in fear, if our way of being is that of being uncooperative, um, which again, reflecting on who we are as an individual, our character, if, if those things uh, exist in that negative light, it's only going to produce the negative light. But if we, and, and that's the that's the important thing about character. You know, our personality, mm-hmm. our, according to behaviors, our personalities are formed from first couple of years of our life. I think they seem by by the time you were somewhere between five and, and eight and nine, I think, I, I don't know exactly, I don't remember what the exact numbers are, but it's early on in life our personalities are formed. It's before we're 13 yeah, years the, old. The first seven years. In the first seven years. First seven no. Yeah. Okay, great. First seven years. So, uh, but, our, our, but our character, how, however, is what's developed over time. Our character with awareness and in conscious intent we can improve our character, and here's the I, see. The, here's the paradox with the Once we, you know, we we improve our character, there's an expectation that we maintain that character. Because if we don't, we're a person uh, of poor character, right? <laughs> so it's kind mm-hmm. of an, an irony. We we can develop it, we can improve it, but once we get to once we get it to a certain place, or we 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 set a standard, then to violate it. Would to be a, be a person of poor character, right? So, um, so we make the decision about what it's going to be, whether it's going to be positive or whether it's going to be negative. We make that decision, uh, and uh, irrespective of what may have happened in the in the past, it's, uh, we we can make a new decision to improve to have better to have a better character. Um, if that, because that's the thing that's going to impact people. Here's the thing to think about also with regard to you know character and values, right? That if a person, a person of of, of strong values, um, are you don't necessarily need that many rules. You don't you don't need laws to govern you if you are a person of strong character. Does that make right. sense to you, Marilyn? Like if if a person who has operated deep conviction, high standards, uh, with with regard to uh, anything, right? That you don't need a bunch of external controls to determine what you will do because you've got the internal controls of your character reflected in your values, right? Right, and, um, right. So where there's a lot of we laws, calls have... mm-hmm. for... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, ma'am. Yeah, no, we have the power, okay? We have the power to control our thoughts and direct our emotions or to direct our thoughts and control our emotions. We have that power. 
we may not have certain power from external things and external circumstances or people and certain things that we cannot change. But one thing that we can change, if there's one thing that we can change, is our thoughts. And by changing our thoughts, it's going to change our emotions. So if we have a thought of fear, of hatred, we want to change that thought immediately to a thought of love, to thoughts of hope, of faith, of optimism, of loyalty, humility. And you mentioned faith earlier, too, and faith is only going to exist when we use it. So we have a little bit of faith, use that little bit of faith and keep using it. The more faith you use, it's like a muscle, and we develop that muscle and it gets stronger. And faith is the only source of energy that's going to put our thoughts into action. And the only way that we can manifest something into our lives is if we think about it, we speak about it, and we act on it. Yeah, um, and I, I want to pick up on the last thing you said there, which is what we act on and what we consistently act on that uh, affects others and affects us and affects others. Um, when, so when we're acting in consist, consistent with a set standards, set values, it, uh, again, we're speaking to the to character issue now, it, it, that's what allows people to know who, who we really are, right? Um, uh, you know, an individual that has strong values doesn't need a lot of external rules uh, to, to govern their lives. You know, um, and, and so it's the aspect of you know, our internal internal fortitude, right, to to determine what we will what we will believe and what we will focus on. Um, uh, that that allows us to not have to be subject to the external circumstances um, that will invariably come against us. It really has mm-hmm. to do depth and the foundation of what internal environment is. And uh, again, we're beginning with the internal environment of, of, of belief, but um, where the, the bigger thing is how our beliefs impact our behavior that reflects what our internal dynamics are, right? Our internal, our internal our character is. Um, and uh, from the standpoint of being a leader, Sometimes, and I mentioned this in the session last time, but you know that that people might think that hey, I, I can what my values are, are are my business. It's no one else's business but mine. It's 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 mm-hmm. private. And when it's all said, especially from the standpoint of being a leader, and once again, we're a leader not by title. We're a leader wherever we are. We all have a sphere of influence, which makes us a leader in some way, shape, or form. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, our values might be personal, but they're not going to be private. They can't be private because they affect other people. Uh, if, if a person, you know, you think about it from the standpoint of uh, a teacher who might think that, well, you know, what I do, only what I do in the classroom matters, but the teacher who is not in the classroom might be, uh, you know, an alcoholic or a drug abuser or child molester, whatever, mm-hmm. and they think, well, look, as long as I don't do that at school, but it's going to have an effect. It's going to have an effect because the intangible, the invisible, always manifests into the visible in some way, shape, or form. Um, yeah. 
but what we're what we are looking at today really is about ability to be able to determine, to shape, to direct what um, our, our external world is going to be by how our internal, by the strength of our internal world, and that internal world, our character, who we are, when no one is looking, is something that that uh, requires specific attention and and focus to improve, to to be able to to get better. Um, so they're making an assessment. But, again, you're, uh, uh, from a leader standpoint, values are personal, but, but they're never private. Um, mm-hmm. Values our values outlive the goals that we have. Uh, you know, so goals are temporary. Values are timeless. We'll, we'll, we, our, our goals will adjust as we go along, but our values remain the same. All right. Uh, and, and so we want to be able to be intentional and clear with regard to what those things are because of what ultimately it produces in our lives. It's going to send a message. Our values, how we live, it's going to send a message. Um, they, they communicate what we, what we stand for, but they demonstrate um, but, but the, the values we demonstrate by our actions, um, they really reveal what we truly stand for. It's what we demonstrate. And so I know we, it sounds like we were kind of going around in, in circle here, but I just want to make sure that, that our, our listening audience is, is clear on the connection between character, values, and beliefs because there's a direct correlation between all of, all of those. Um, what we believe is revealed in our behavior. Our behavior reflects what our values are, and our values are what reflect our character. There's the connection. Right? That that uh, and and we determine what we believe. Our philosophy, but it's going to play out uh, by the things that we, the ideals that we hold, the principles that we operate by, our values, which then reflective of our character as individuals. And so there's a direct connection between all of those that we have to be we have to be aware of, conscious of, because of the effect that it has. You know, it's it, it's. Uh, I'm looking at the clock, and it's it's one o'clock. I tell you, that time goes fast, doesn't it? <laughs> it went by so fast. <laughs> it ran so, nonstop. Yeah, <laughs> this is good stuff. So it's good it, stuff. It, yeah. Quick closing comments. Do you have any final closing comments? Well, I I just want to close with. Comments? Yeah, I just want to close with letting everyone. Um, be aware, to really be aware of your thoughts, to make a conscious decision of catching yourself. And if you have a negative thought, to replace it immediately with a positive thought because that's going to be so much more empowering. So just to really be aware of your thoughts and keep it, the, keep it on the positive note. Yeah. Excellent. And what you do does matter. Who you are does matter. That's going to have the greatest impact on on the world. Thank you very much for listening. We look forward to being with you again next time on Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success. Take care, everyone. God bless. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everyone. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. For more content, visit us at thecocoexpressshow.com, Blog Talk Radio, Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry. 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.